Blog Talk Radio. joining us for the first time. Hello, it's nice to see and hear you here. My name is Cynthia and I'm your hostess and my co-hostess Melissa will be calling in. She's calling in right about now. Melissa? I'm here. Can you hear me? Hi, welcome. Yes, I can. Welcome. Welcome. How are you? I'm doing awesome. I just I just love October, and we've been having a love fest for Oktoberfest this month on Mama's Pearls, and it's been just so fun, and every time this year I just get reignited. There's just something about being in the Northeast, particularly in New York, in the fall when the leaves are turning, the weather's real crisp and, and cool. Today it's not. Today it's kind of like muggy and humid and gross, but it's not the norm for October. And I know. I had my rainbows on this morning, and I didn't know what to do, if I should actually leave in the rainbows or just such a confusing weather day. <laughs> right, but you but you and I were talking the other day when it was gorgeous, and you were like, it's never going to rain again because I just bought rainbows. <laughs> well, that was the thing. I put the rainbows on, and I'm like, technically it's not raining now, and watch, the sun will come out, and I'll be walking around in these big love rain boots, so I actually decided to go with my regular boots, my fall boots, which I'm very happy to bust out this week, and um, yeah, and I'm, I have no regrets that I'm wearing regular boots, because there's not been a drop of rain since I left for work this morning, so. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just, the weather here has been gorgeous, and it's been almost almost pitch perfect, you know, on the weekends, it's been sunny and beautiful and crisp and perfect to go apple picking and pumpkin picking and pick up some, some leaves with the kids and do all sorts of fun activities and really get into the fall spirit, and um, when we had the show last week, which was um, Party Plans and our Pearl of the Week, I don't remember the Pearl of the Week, do you remember the Pearl of the Week last week? What was a pearl of the week? What did we do? What did we chat about? I'm 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 still hungover. I'm still hungover from our party last week. Last week was a we ball. We had the, we had the ladies from Plan to Party, and we talked about all the, the the wonderful ways to entertain within the home. So like, instead of being formal, you can be informal, but formal in your own home. <laughs> Yeah, these two women are pretty amazing. They're two mompreneurs, and like you and I, Melissa, they've known each other for about 13 years. We've known each other like 20-plus, but they've been best friends for 13 years, and together they decided to um, to form a company, and they started the Party Blue Pins Frog, which took off, became wildly successful. During that time, Don Sandamano and Elizabeth Mascali they just like pounded the pavement, made and carved a niche for themselves in the entertainment 
space. And in talking to them, you really got the deep sense that they just not only like to party because party girls can get a really bad rap, but that they're the type of party girls that like to dig deep and make sure everybody comes to a party or who attends feels welcome and enjoying and gives time for everybody to reconnect. Because when you really look at why we have parties, and we were were exploring that a little bit last week on the show as far as, you know, what's the real purpose? We kind of get too into routine that we forget the meaning. And they're kind of bringing back the old school way of partying, which is to celebrate, to celebrate life, to celebrate an occasion, and to really honor your loved ones and yourself when you're becoming a hostess for opening up your home. What I love is that they focus on home entertaining. You know, obviously their their party blueprints can be carried into whatever venue that you're going to have a party. There's enough detailed information about and checklists for how to go about planning your party. But their niche is to invite people into your home so you get an even deeper connection with your guests. And we totally had an on-air party last week, and I invite you all to check out Party Plans, which is at www.blogtalkradio.com slash mamathrills, and you'll not just find Party Plans, but you'll find all of our past archives um, from our past show there. They are for free. And here at Mama's Pearls, we like to say that we take the most beautiful pieces of life and string them together. So we string we string themes throughout all of our shows and throughout our week, which we usually start on Facebook, on Monday, and Twitter, and we develop like the content and the discussions and the themes that we're going to be talking about for the week. Then we post the Mama's Pearls blog on Tuesdays, which is at www.mamaspearls.com. Then we have our magnificent radio show on Wednesdays, which you can find at blogtalkradio.com slash mamaspearls. And then Melissa wraps up the week with her MGEMS blog, which is also posted on mamaspearls.com. So if you want to chat with us today and join our ball today, we are doing something which I think is pretty unique and I'm excited about, and it's our first annual masquerade ball. So in a minute, we're going to bust out the time machine and gather up the most famous parents throughout history to come on air and talk about the celebration of Halloween, of masquerade balls, and also we're going to dive in and hear some real gossip from them about their families. So, you know, today's a really fun day on air. And if you want to call in, there's only one thing. You have to call in disguise as a famous parent through any time throughout history. And their number is 347 327 9450. The show this week is called Masquerade Ball, and the pearl of the week is Novelty No More. Now, when whenever we, Melissa and I, cue on an idea for a show or a theme for a show, or we pick up from our friends and fellow parents about what people are thinking about and we want to address it on air, you know, my first stop is usually Wikipedia, and I start doing just a ton of research about the theme that I'm talking about, and you know, Wikipedia has become almost an unofficial sponsor of Mama's Pearls because I think I, I refer to something that I'm finding there every single week. And well, I love it. It, it satisfies, I, uh, like, the nerd in me. Yeah. Can I tell you a very interesting Wikipedia story? So I'm a very big, uh, I was, I'm a very big baseball fan, and I was watching the last of the American League series 
last week, and they, you know, the, the, the MVP for the Texas Rangers was Josh Hamilton. And what they do is, after the celebration, they were celebrating with Ginger Ale, and I guess it was out of respect because he had some, you know, life issues pertaining to alcohol and abuse. So I wanted to find out more because I felt like this is interesting. I want to know his history as a player. That a he's MVP, but yet he's battled drugs. This is such an amazing success story. So I Wikipedia'd, and can I tell you, I literally, the series, that the, the end of the game finished, let's say, 11 o'clock at night, they had already included in his profile that he got MVP. Someone had updated it within five minutes that he received the MVP for the American League Series 2010, which I thought was impressive. Real time. Real time updates. That that was already included in his profession. When you Wikipedia Josh Hamilton, that was already in there that he was, was the MVP. And he just he had the award in his hand, and I'm watching it on TV, and it was already in Wikipedia. That's so pretty I'm amazing. Fully impressed. A little scared, but fully impressed. Yeah, I know exactly what kind of world do we live in where an encyclopedia gets updated right away. I mean, I remember having, like, the Little Brown Encyclopedia in book form when I was a kid, and I used to love going through it. And actually, that was one of my tricks, considering we're in trick-or-treat month. That was one of my tricks throughout law school and school when I was studying. I found that if you just read the dictionary or the um, or the, the encyclopedias, you found all the stuff you needed to prepare for your test. So that's a little trick this week. But, you know, think of how many how long it would take to do an annotated guide to an encyclopedia back when, and now everything is instantaneous. Now anybody around the world can listen to Melissa and I on, you know, have a conversation on blog talk radio. I mean, it's just, it's just amazing the world that we're living in. And, you know, one of the things I love, and I do want to mention, even though Wikipedia is an unofficial sponsor, that we do have an official sponsor of Mama's Pearls, and it's the Little Pim Co. And I've just been so enamored with their foreign language DVDs for children. It's been so amazing to, we, we watched the Spanish Panda one, and my kids are learning to speak in Spanish, and it's just been so fun for me to relearn it. And um, I just invite everybody to check out Little Pim Co. online, www.littlepim.com, and they are extending a 15% discount to our Mama's Pearls community if you type in the code PIMPEARLS, P-I-M-P-E-A-R-L-S. So when I'm doing my research and I'm diving into the spirit of Halloween, you know, because we kind of, you know, I just feel like so many of American holidays are so commercialized. And I kind of want to remember, even like with parties last week, I just want to remember like, What's, what's the real purpose in the history of why these traditions came to be? Because our whole thing with Mama's Pearls was looking back to, to the past to get the generational wisdom and take it into our current generation and our current households and our modern day and kind of repurpose it to, to add more meaning to adapt to our world and then passing it on to our children so they can carry it through the next generation. And Halloween is um, has always been one of one of my favorite. It's probably my favorite, not one of my favorite, but my total total favorite holiday. None 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 so much because my birthday follows right after, and my mom was like petrified she was going to um, actually have me on Halloween, and I was going to be a Halloween baby, and that just really freaked her out. But I hung tight. I didn't pop out on Halloween, but I popped out two days later. And the upcoming stretch that we have is a really mystical, powerful 
stretch of holidays. It's All Hallows' Eve, then All Saints' Day, and then All Souls' Day, which is also known as the Day of the Dead, which is mainly celebrated in Mexico. And it's also known as my birthday. And then 14 days later is Melissa's birthday. So it's a very celebratory time for us, and we'll talk a little bit more about All Souls' Day and Melissa's birthday next week on our birthday show. But what I found in doing research in the different cultures that celebrated a different version of Halloween, you know, they all had a common thread in, you know, common thread to them and the reasons as far as, um, you know, it was kind of the true mark for the end of summer, the divide between the light hours and the daytime hours. Usually we fall back and do our daylight savings time around Halloween or a little bit before. And I don't know what it is this year because they made the, the year longer or they switched it. So I'm I'm all screwed up. I don't know exactly when that's happening. Um, but I've been waiting for my extra hour of sleep because that's usually like my birthday present every year, and I really like it. <laughs> so I'm just waiting for daylight savings. Um, but anyway, so but the commonalities that all the cultures seem to have, and you know whether it was called All Halloween, which Halloween, you know, the um, the Annunciation has changed over the years, of course, and derivative from, you know, different languages. And the Celtics had a different name for the celebration around the time. It was, it was Samhain. I think that's how you call it. But um, but um, the, the common threads were basically food, and not just any food. It was basically like a sponge, fruitcake, nuts, pomegranates, and raisins. And also there was a celebration of the dead. Now, when you think of the dead, you know, I kind of automatically get like Michael Jackson's thriller in my mind of, you know, walking zombies and the rising of the dead and coming out of the grave. And those are all kind of the spooky tales. But what they really meant was a celebration of your ancestors who are no longer living. And for me, like, I love that. I mean, you give me any reason to toast to my grandparents, and I'm I'm there with a little shot of vodka, which is my grandfather's favorite drink, and some, some dark chocolate. And so it's really a sacred time, and there's something about the synergy of these three days coming up that brings it all a little bit closer, brings it all, what they say on Wikipedia, it says that it blurs the line between this world and the other world. And now when you're creating like this little portal and this little opening for these things to come together and it's starting to make, and I write in the blog this week, I had a dream last week that I was having tea in my grandmother's kitchen with her and her girlfriends and sponge cake. Now they were all dead. So when I read that, I was like, okay, this kind of makes sense that it's a good time to reach out to your loved ones. Um, But anytime you create an opening, they – the other part of Halloween was the dark side of Halloween, that you're making an opening not just for the lighter beings and the ones that we loved, but also for the, the little bit scarier and the evil spirits. So traditions kind of came came about in these, these different cultures that honored this this holiday to protect yourself from the evil spirits that would be lurking around in the Halloween and cue spooky music if we had some. So, um, 
you know, so what they started doing, and you could probably guess, were to wear costumes and wear creepy, evil type of costumes. And supposedly, like, it was like, if you took on a disguise of a mask, the creepier the better. Um, and if you were an evil spirit yourself, dressed up like an evil spirit yourself, then you would be able to ward it off and disguise them. I guess they would just think that you were one of them running with the pack and going to wreak all sorts of havoc. So you were cool. You were you were in the evil gang. Um, so that was one way that costumes and um, that whole tradition of dressing up came about. And there was, like, a deeper look into it about, like, the type of costume would ward off, like, that type of spirit. So, like, translating into my daughter wanting to wear an Ariel costume, I'm like, I guess she must be trying to ward off, like, all the evil sea creatures <laughs> that are out there. And so my son, of witch? course, is... So what if what? I'm a bloody witch? Or what if I'm a bloody witch? You're a bloody witch, be, right. <laughs> I'll only be warning off the bloody witches, not the, the good witches. <laughs> yeah, so if I'm a witch, I guess I'm I'm warding off the other witches and evil spells and sorcerers and that kind of stuff. And this year I am going to be the Wicked Witch of the West because my sister's having a huge Halloween party and the theme is Wizard of Oz. So I've been practicing like all week and my kids... Colby, he loves it. He thinks it's hilarious when I do the witch voice. Casey's so scared. Um, so it should be fun. It, it should either be really fun or I'm going to totally, like, scare the pants out of these kids. But, you know, and we'll kind of see, like, which, which, which spirit, like, takes over in me, like, whether I go with the, um, the wicked version of the Wicked Witch of the West or if I go with the traditional scary Wizard of Oz version. Whatever. But it's going to be totally fun. So the other traditions that, that came about, you know, you wonder, like, why pumpkins and why jack-o'-lanterns? Well, supposedly, um, supposedly it all started really with turnips, and we would, they would carve turnips with hollowed-out faces to place in the window, and there was something about the, the turnip and having it lit that would also ward off evil spirits. So that is kind of like the whole the whole um, history of it. And then the trick-or-treating, which I thought was kind of cool, was um, trick-or-treating derived from, it was a time, it was a custom basically for the poor people to go out and they would go house to house and they would either sing or say prayers for the dead. Again, that, that running theme. And they would do that in exchange for what they called soul cake. So it was actually called souling, not trick-or-treating, but that was basically the derivative. So they, they would collect this soul cake. Um, so, you know, I just thought, like, that was that was really, really cool. I mean, now, you know, we just want, like, you know, as kids, even when I was a kid, I just – you know, I was like, what do you mean? I get to have free candy and my neighbors are going to give me out candy. Like, that was awesome. <laughs> I would just, you know, take the biggest bag that I could get and, went, you know, try to fill it up and, like, run home and, like, empty it out and go out again. And it's like, you know, you're really kind of dancing, dancing in this beautiful, this beautiful spirit of, of life as well as, um, you know, just honoring the fact that we are spiritual beings living inside um, physical bodies. And it kind of all, always gets reminded of that, that you are a spirit on Halloween. And I just, you know, again, to me it's the most sacred time of year because it happens to be my birthday. But 
um, and it was a time that gave me life. But when you really like dive into the the history and and just you know the real true you know forget whether it's a pagan holiday or a Christian holiday or a Jewish holiday you know. And we're going to go into around the actual holidays, December. We'll kind of talk about all of that and derivatives of religion and interfaith and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, when you look at it just for what it is, I just think it's so fun and and so, so cool. So, Melissa, what are your party plans this week? Well, party is the understatement of the weekend. I think uh, it's a real treat (laughs) that it's it's falling on on a Sunday and not on a school night. And so... um, I'm right. so excited that um, a lot, my community has gotten into the spirit of things. Um, my children who are now in public school for the first time are having a parade on Friday, so they get to wear their costumes to school and parade around the parking lot while all the moms sit there with a camera in one hand and coffee in the other at 9 o'clock in the morning. And then uh, Saturday we get to go to a bunch of parties, and it's so funny that you say that. We actually have a birthday party and I think they're going to have a magician there to go with the whole theme of Halloween and magic and tricks and stuff. So, um, again, there's a, a, a lot of children are celebrating Halloween with their birthdays this weekend, just like um, your sisters get your niece. So um, that's kind of cool when people incorporate those too. And then Sunday, just good old trick-or-treating. And when you were talking about your childhood memories, I think to me, what I loved the most was that you got to kind of go up to strangers' houses and ring doorbells, and you, you don't know who's going to open the door. It was the whole mystique of the whole trick-or-treating. Like, the candy was cool, but it was kind of like you're doing something you usually can't do for every every other day of the year and right. ring doorbells with that weird neighbor that you don't know much about. And, you know, kids have wild uh, wild imaginations. And, you know, you always have, like, that person you thought was, like, haunted house or creepy, and that was the one day a year that your parents gave you permission to go ring their doorbell. <laughs> and so um, it may not have right. let you eat the candy, but you, you at least got to go to the house and ring the doorbell. But I just love the whole mystique of it, the whole getting to walk up people's pathways and see who opens the doors and strangers' houses. I, I think that's probably a little bizarre, but that was like what, what I always found like the scary part of uh, Halloween for myself. And, uh, right, because, you know, we, you know or, we ordinarily won't do that. Yeah. Right, but we ordinarily me, won't do that. We won't just walk down the block and, and ring your neighbor's doorbell, you know, unless you know them and you have a play date or, or whatever. But, you know, last year we, we we went around our neighborhood, and it was so cool just to get to know your neighbors and see who's who's sharing your block and your space and your, your town. Yeah. And you know me, the planner. So our um, our plan last year was there's a certain a loop that's like a, a circular block, and all the houses are very offset to the curb. So the kids have to like it takes them a, a good two minutes to get up to the doorbell. It's like a long pathway to the right. front door. And for having young children, it was like a perfect like it takes them a long time to get to the door and a long time back and. They see the end of it because we do it a circle, so it's like a good strategy to like finish the trick or treating within a normal amount of time, and it takes a lot longer for them to each house <laughs> because they have to run so far up to the doors and back, um, so that they tie it up. Oh my break. god! 
Well, that, I mean, that's also that's also like a really good tip for um, watching just how much candy and trying to moderate how much candy is. Instead of going to an area where the houses are crowded together, go to an area where the houses are spread further apart so they can like walk it off and take take a little bit more time. Yeah, that was our whole, that was our blue, our trick-or-treating blueprint, if we use the term. Uh, yeah, we purposely did that so that I didn't need to come home with, like, you know, 20 pounds of candy. So I was like, how can we maximize our time out in the in the field without coming home with too much stuff? And so we went to the houses that were very far apart, and it was a good plan. So we're going to redo that this year. Plus I All right. So, like yeah, you and we're just not going to be trick-or-treating together because yeah. that's so not my strategy. <laughs> My strategy, even with my kids, well, it's funny because last year my son was like, you know, he was just getting to the point where he got it, you know, before he he was a little bit too much of a baby, but like having just, you know, I think it was like three and a half of the time. And, um, and he was just starting to understand like the concept of walking down the street and trick-or-treating. And now it's like I talk to him and he is already planning and he wants to go out with his, um, with one of our neighbors who is an actual, you know, he's a little bit older of a boy. And I was talking to her, um, his mom who was saying that they usually go out at night. And usually, I mean, my kids are young. We take them out in the day. So I think we might do a little bit of both where we'll take um, the kids out with, like, the younger kids in the group. And I bought, like, um, during the day, and then I bought, like, glow sticks because uh, you can't just walk around at night over here. Um, I bought glow sticks for him so he can go out with um, with our neighbor's son a little bit later. You know, I mean, you know, when I say later, I mean, like, dust, not like I'm sending him out at midnight. You know, he is only four. Um, so I think but, it's daylight you know, last year. Is it daylight savings this weekend or no? I, I don't know. I, I know. I know that we're going to have to check with Wikipedia. I'm sure they have yeah. it updated. There's probably no more than we <laughs> do because... You know, I know that they they stretched out the year so we would get more um, more daylight or whatever, but they're they're messing me up. It's November seventh. But that would be amazing if we have like an extended uh, Halloween this year. Yes, no, it's it's November seventh. Happy birthday. November seventh. You just checked it. Yes. Um. There you go. Well, all right. Well, so much for that idea. So, um, but, you know, last year after after Halloween was done, my son, like, the next few days, he wanted to run down the street and go get candy. And it, it was really hard to, like, explain to him that it only happens once a year, that it's not like you can go out every day and go ask your neighbors for candy with your big bag. And he went and, like, grabbed his, his costume last year. He was Optimus Prime, and he put on fully put on his mask, and he's like, I'm going to get candy. And I'm like, um, no, honey, you could try, but I think it's all, it's all done. So it is kind of a shame that Halloween, if that generous spirit only comes once a year, um, you know, why not? The kids should be able to, to feel safe and walk down the block any time and, and just knock on our neighbor's doors and ask them for candy. Why not? Um, so, but the the whole tradition of trick-or-treating, I just, I just love it. I think it's adorable. And I personally love being at home and seeing who comes by and what they're, they're dressed up as because the kids just – the kids just get so into it, you know? It's like they're they're both just, my kids at least, they're so excited and they love checking out everybody else's costume. And now that they're kind of getting it, 
they're talking to their friends, and it's, what are you going to be for Halloween? What are you going to be for Halloween? And talking about their costumes and getting getting excited about it. So I'm yeah. just, you know, of course we we wish everybody a very safe and and healthy and happy Halloween. But you know, at the at the core of it, like go out and just have a good time and and enjoy your children with it because it's just it's just adorable. And and I so wish I could go back in time, even though I love Halloween. It's just. Um, well, I guess you know I'm I'm enjoying it so much now as a mom. I you know, it's different when you're the kid and going out, but I, yeah, but I am really really enjoying it with my children and and jumping back and getting into like that childlike spirit with them every year. It's been it's been amazing. Yeah, I mean, it, fortunately, it falls out on a week. But at work, I always let my management know, like Halloween sacred. I'm out of here early. I gotta get home and. <laughs> Got to get home and get those kids all dressed up, and uh, right. So, I, I think I enjoy it more as a parent. I think I enjoy watching like this. I mean, it's funny when they get to pick like two candies versus one candy. It's just so easy to please those little ones. And I love when the person <laughs> in the house dresses up when they open the door and there's like a witch's hat or something. That that's that's cool too. When the person giving out the treats is dressed up. Well, of course, you know, I think it's it's just as much for the adults as the kids. And it's just like, you know, we get like into such sour pusses when we become adults and we don't do the fun things anymore. And like, yeah, parents, put on costumes, get into it with your kids. It's not just for your kids. And if you don't want to spend the money on yourself and you just want to spend money on getting your kids' costumes together, like pull something Pull something together. Be creative. Like you can grab a sheet and call yourself a ghost, or make a fake cape and and write write a letter on it. Like for my husband, I was joking that I'm going to make him ca- Captain Obvious this year because he's just you know he's Mr. Captain Obvious. <laughs> you know he's the one that will point out the most obvious thing and make it seem like it's this big thing. So whatever, he's Captain Obvious. I was just going to like get him a cape and tape a big O on it. Like, you don't, ha- it doesn't have to be fancy, but you can just do something, you know, just do something. Um, and some, you know, really good ideas are just, you know, even being a farmer, grabbing out of a flannel and overalls or jeans or something like that. So um, to get to get this real spirit impressed upon you, because um, we are just big kids here at Mama's Pearls, and we just love it. I think it's kind of time, Melissa, to dial up the the time machine and see who we have um, who we have coming into the space today. And again, the whole point of our masquerade ball, and there's something there's something that's very liberating in a way about wearing a mask and stepping into a disguise. It's not just to, to ward off the evil spirits of Halloween, but it's kind of to embrace another another side of yourself um, that you may be not able to express the rest of the year. And don't you wish we had more than just one day that we can do that? Um, but unless you're like an actor, most of us most of us don't. And we wear so many masks throughout our lives and throughout our days, whether it's the mask of a mom, whether it's the mask as um, a worker, whether it's the mask as a PTA parent, whether it's the mask of um, a business leader or a philanthropist or a volunteer or, you know, somebody at the checkout line who's who's very frustrated because they find out their, their yogurt is spoiled, which I, I witnessed yesterday in the supermarket. Um, you know, we all put on these different masks and our – 
our closets are all filled with them. So, you know, it's one thing, in our, and I fully believe our authentic, authenticity comes through even when we are wearing the masks. However, when you're able to, to layer it and take on another persona, it's just another way to walk in, um, walk in another person's shoes and get some perspective. So let's see who we, you know, who we can, can round up today on our Mama's Pearls Masquerade Ball. Again, you are welcome to call in if you are listening live. You can call in in disguise. You do not have to tell me your real name, but just call in and have some fun and pick pick a mask out of your your closet or throughout history or anybody that you admire or want to just have some fun today. So the call-in number again is 347-327-9450. So let's go digging in now. Cynthia is going to check out for a little bit here, and we're going to bring in our, our very special guest hostess today who's traveled all the way through time to be with us for the masquerade ball. She comes from she comes from um, Europe royalty, but of course that would just happen to be my um, my <laughs> Cynthia's alter ego happening happening here. And um, a lot of people know her. You will definitely recognize her once she once she finds her voice and um, her right accent, you know, sometimes these things get left when you're <laughs> going through time a little bit. But ironically enough, our guest hostess today actually has the same birthday as Cynthia. She was born on November 2nd, 1755, and she was the Archduchess of Austria, and then she became the Queen of France. So I'm very happy to welcome to the show today Miss Marie Antoinette. Well, hello, Miss Anthony. How are you? Oh, I'm just a little parched. That's all. A little parched. And what, what, and what, who, what, who, who, am I, who am I speaking with, please? Um, well, right now you're speaking with Melissa because the other guest host just hasn't gotten into her costume yet. Shall I go get into my costume so that we can talk a little bit? Oh, please hurry up. Come on now. Okay. Well, let me go get into my costume. Sal, how are mm-hmm. you? Sal, Miss Marie Antoinette, so, what do you got to say for us today? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dear. I do not know who you are, but when you address me, you will address me as your majesty. That's what they all say. Well, you may not recognize me, but I was on TV for lots and lots of years. I got kids. I got some boys. I got some girls. I'm a professional waitress. Um, I've had some great advice about raising kids. I'm sorry, kids. a what? A what? A, a waitress. What? A waitress. What, what, what is a waitress? <laughs> well, basically, you ask me what you want to eat, and I bring you what you get. And you get what you get, and you don't get upset. You may not know me. My name is Roseanne. I got two girls and a boy, and they were all disasters. Some people call them surprises. My husband calls them accidents. I just call them complete disasters. I would just have to call in my countess, and my countess will take you away and get you straightened out. And she will tell you exactly how to address me because, again, I'm royalty, your madame. And again, well, I don't, I don't no understand this term. This I don't, I don't understand this term, waitress. Who, who, who's waitress? 
<laughs> Roseanne. My name is Roseanne. Roseanne. Well, that is a very, very common name. I am sorry. Perhaps I may, may do better for you and give you some other title, but in order to get you another title, you must prove to me your, your waitressing, your waitress skills. So what I would like to do, because we might have some other callers come on, on air, and I'm, I'm new to all of this, so I'm going to ask my, my, my lady in waiting to take care of all these on air technicality stuff. Because I understand it's pretty complex and very modern for your world. However, what I would like to ask my other lady in waiting to do, who is one of my, my dear, dear friends, my countess, she's going to go get us all some cake. Would you prefer brioche or would you prefer some, some soul cake? How about some Twinkies? I love those Twinkies. What, what is a Twinkie? It's cake. Good cake with cream in it. With cream, I, I like cream. Cream works. We can, we can. I'm sure we can accommodate that. We have everything and anything you ever need right here in Versailles. Excellent. Have you ever been to Versailles? No, I've been to uh, Ohio. Where's that? Ohio. It's not too far from Cincinnati. But Cincinnati's in Ohio. I don't know. I didn't go to geography class. You you not you not educated? No, no, that's okay. I mean, lots of women here in 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 France and even in my home country of Austria, we are we are not educated, but we're still smarter than men. However, what I think you are trying to say, which my late my lady in waiting is telling me, that you are from the new world, and this I new world new of world. yours, and I just have to from the new world of America. Yes, and women are more smarter yes. than men here in our new world too. Uh, more smart. More smart is good. However, yeah. what I've learned from about your country, your new world that you have there, is that it's causing me all sorts of trouble over here. I'm getting in all sorts of trouble and kind of taking on all sorts of flack because of you Americans. Supposedly, people think I'm spending money on dresses, which I am, but not as much as we are spending to try and help you fight your war. So do you know about this war? The only war I have is in my house, whether it's with me and my husband or me and the kids. Okay, so let's, let's stop right there. Tell me more about your war with your husband, because I can tell you we can sit here for many, many pieces of cake and talk about our husbands. I think it's a communication thing. What is your thing, husband like? My husband? My husband, he gets yeah. up, what, he goes what is, to church. What is his title? Uh... He's a construction worker, I think. I'm sorry, what? I don't know what he does. He's, He's a peasant worker? He's a construction worker. He goes to work every day. Oh, he's he's a master builder. Yes. Yeah, that's what you want to call it. He's, he's a, a master, master builder. He's a masturbator, too, but that's a whole other word. Explain to me this masturbator. <laughs> Well, basically, it's when he gets them, but I have nothing to do with it. Oh, I see. Uh, you want to hear about the first seven years of my marriage? I'd like to. Tell me about tell me about life over there in your world. Well, it's very, very beautiful, but very, very, um, how do you say in your country, a little, little, um, um, little snobby. 
and um, and my my husband Louis, he he fancies he's gone, but but not the kind that you think, not the kind that that I fancy. He he actually likes to go out and he go hunting with his with his men and his his servants, but he leaves me for long periods of time. So 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 I do not get to play with his gun frequently. And um and and so so it it's very frustrating because for the first seven years of my marriage, my mother. Do you have a mother? Oh, I got two. I got my mother and my mother-in-law. Ugh, well, I'm so sorry. We we need some more cake. We need some more cake so we can talk about our mothers because my mother, all she does is write me all the time and tell me that I have to be desirable for Louis. And if I'm not desirable for Louis, then he will not want to want, not want to use his gun. And if we do not use gun, then I cannot give him an heir to the throne. Which I don't know if you have this problem there in your country, in the new world. But in my country, and in, as being a queen, that is one of my main jobs. And one of my main jobs is to give my, my son, my son an heir. And if I do not give him an heir, I don't know what will happen to me. Oh, well, in our country, I'm a queen too. I'm a queen of my house, and I have a son, and he's more really? like a pain in the. He's not a pain in the air. He's a pain in the ass. Uh, oh, so do they call you Your Majesty too? Kinda. They just call me uh, Mom, which in America ah. means boss, which in America means queen. American Queen Mom. So should I have my people call me Mom? Mom Marie? Mom Marie, people. That's what you call me is Mom Marie. But they won't listen to you after they call you Mom, so good luck with that. Really? Really? I can use some of that, particularly in the political conversations. They do not They do not listen to me so much. People think that they listen to me, but they, they don't. They don't. I just, they don't I just listen to me either. So, so when your your husband, the the master beta builder, when he goes out, what do you, what do you do? Um, laundry. Pretty much a laundry. lot of laundry. Yeah, that's what you get. That's yeah. all I get. Laundry. Laundry. Kids. laundry. So. Laundry. It, 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 oh, oh, she, she means. Oh, I see. I see. My countess is telling me what that means. And oh, you do that yourself. You do not have servants. Not in my house, sister. Oh, honey, honey, you got to get yourself some servants. I do. I had three kids. Would you like? Would you like me to send you some servants to take care of that for you? I, I, I can you do, that. do that. I can send them. I can send you a big cream Twinkie with some some cake or some my French cake. This is very good, and I will send you some servants so so they could help you. Yeah, yeah, laundry, laundry. I do not do my laundry, but I do make make have people make me some really beautiful clothes. Do you do you wear beautiful clothes? What is your dress? I love J C Penny. I go to J C Penny and buy clothes. It's great. Where's this JC Penny? Is she is she a countess? Is she noble? Is she a noble woman, this JC Penny? Kinda. Should I have her commission to come here and measure me for a new gown? Uh, 
Absolutely. And you'll probably get 50% Yay. off. If you come on election day, you'll get 50% off. What's election day? We we I don't I don't hear the oh oh my countess is filling me in of what the election day is. Oh honey, this is why you need royals in your your country. When you have a monarchy, you can stay in forever. Oh that's not I hear true? you. No, no, not in this town. No? Nope. Well, oh, oh, I am hearing that. Really, not in your town. You have election. What does this mean? Election. No, no, no. You are born royal to rule. You do not get elected. People don't have a choice. That is so, so silly. Oh, my gosh. Really? Oh, that's so far beyond. You have to get elected in order to rule. No, 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 darling. It's all in the bloodline. Do you not have any noble blood in your bloodline? No, sorry, honey. Just a little trail of bark. That's about it. Oh, a trailer park. That sounds lovely. Is it like Versailles? Very similar. You would you wouldn't really? be able to tell the difference, I'm telling you. Wow. We must visit. We must visit this new country of ours after you stop pinching my pockets. <laughs> so Miss Antoinette. What are you doing this? Um Halloween? hang on please. One of my servants is saying we have another caller. So let me see who is joining our court in our masquerade ball. Who, 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 what do I say? I say who? Who? Hello? Who? Yes. yes. Hello? Hello? Pardon? Yes, who? this is Mother Goose here. Mother. Sorry, Mother who? Mother Goose. Mother wow. Goose. Mother Goose. I, I just dropped off numbers. my 500 kid, and I'd like to call in and say hello. So, hello. Hi, Mother Goose. Um, hello. hello, Lady Goose, and, and please address me as Your Majesty. Yes, Your Majesty. Oh, that, that is better. So, Goose, Goose, where, where do you live? Do you also live in this new country, or do you live over mm. here in Europe? I live in a shoe. Uh, excuse me? Excuse me? I'm sorry. Come tell. Come I live tell. in a shoe. I live in a shoe. In a shoe. Which in is a much shoe. nicer than my house. Which is much nicer than my humble home. No. I live in a okay. shoe with Humpty Dumpty. Uh, I live with Humpty Dumpty, Dumpty too. Is he, is he wanna, I'm, I'm sorry. Is uh, are you a servant of mine? Um, no. But I do like to rhyme all the time. You like to what? I like to rhyme all the time. You like to rhyme? Oh, I, I love like to being rhyme. It's one of my favorite things at court. For Would all my little kitties. Rhyming? How many how many kitties did you say that you had, Miss Goose? Five hundred. Five hundred kitties. Oh, Miss Roseanne, I'm sorry, but but do you have um a five hundred kitties like this? Is this is this common in your country? No, mother good. No, me. Mother I have two. Really so what what 
what is it like? Do you have many servants? Do you have many servants who take care of your 500 keys? No, I do not. No. No. So, no? No. 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 Oh, wait, hold on. My kid Hickory Dickory Dock has just fallen. Hold, please. Pardon? Who's Hickory Dickory Dock? Countess, I'm very confused. What is happening? Who is Mother the Goose? I don't understand. I don't understand how it's possible to have 500 kids. I've had two, and I've miscarried twice. And both, all four times, it almost killed me. So I do not understand having 500 kids. Is is that normal? Do you have 500 uh, kids? No, but have What's you ever watched Oprah? Who's Oprah? Is she a servant? She's our guru. Do I, is she part world. of our kingdom? I, I do not know. Is she, a, is she part of my kingdom? Does she live in Versailles or is she with you in Trailer Park in, in New World? No, she is in Chicago. She is Chicago. Chicago. But do they have cake? Do they have cake they, there? They have cake there. And hot dogs. They have cake. What's kind? What kind of cake? Twinkie cake or cake I like? <laughs> Twinkie cake. Twinkie cake. Okay. So 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 when we take a, a sheep. If my husband ever gets back from country and if he commissions it and if he says it's okay, I can then take up my sheep and then I could travel with my servants and I bring you cake and we can meet, what's easier, meet in Cincinnati, Ohio or to go up and meet in, 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 in this place, Chicago? I think we should meet in New York City. Where's that? Where's that? Oh, Countess, that's New Amsterdam. That's New Amsterdam. You, exactly. You're talking about New Amsterdam. Yes, I'm oh, talking about I, New Amsterdam. I hear, I hear New Amsterdam is, is, is very nice, but I'm a little concerned for uh, Miss Mother Goose. She she says she had one Humpty Dumpty or, or something happen. Is everything okay, Miss Goose? No. It can't be okay. You have 500 kids. What can be okay with that? Uh, um, hello? You. Oh, someone's back. Um, hello? Yeah, you're never going to know who this is, I'm calling. Oh, I'm sorry, is, is this Miss Goose? Mm, no, no, no Goose. You're never going to know goose. who this is, I'm calling. Oh, oh, sorry. You you cannot play like that with the queen. The the queen. We we cannot have people play. You must you must address yourself to me when I address you. My so my name is Mr. Mackey. I'm calling. Mr. Mr. Mackey. Mr. Mackey. I'm calling. What what's your full title, please? And please tell me where you live. It helps me say if you want my servants and in my kingdom, or if you part of this new world. I live in South Park, Colorado, I'm good. I don't know where that is. I, I think that is not on my map yet. I, I'm a school teacher. No, Kai. it's not on the map yet. Wait, wait, wait a second. I'm just going to go over okay. here, okay? I'm good. I, I cannot understand. What, what is this accent? Okay. Ms. Roseanne, do you have any idea what this man is saying? 
Yeah, I know what he's saying. I like him. He was my kid's it's teacher. What? He's a teacher. Is he? Is he I'm a. I'm a teacher. I'm calling. Uh, uh, you have you have teachers in, in where you're from. Uh, I I see I see I know teachers I have many many tutors here they they teach me all day long. Do 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 you get do you get trained too or do you just teach? I I just I just teach them good and I I keep the kids off drugs I'm good. Oh, I have drugs. Oh, you mean like champagne? Yeah. Yes. Ah, oh, we love champagne here in Cause. We have lots of champagne and we party. And I teach the kids here how to gamble. I'm very good at playing 21. Have you played 21? Um, no, I don't gamble. I'm good. I dropped that habit. Okay. You should try it. You should come over here to Versailles, and I will throw a big party, and I will teach you how to gamble, and we have lots of cakes. So, 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 how many kids do you teach, sir? About about twenty, I'm calling. Oh, but, tell me about them. Are they nice? Um um yeah, for the most part they're pr- they're pretty nice and good. There are a few kids that you know give me a little trouble and pick on me sometimes and good. Oh yes, but that, that happens. And you know, children are children, whether they in new country or whether they in mine. Yeah, but actually, I, I gotta get back to class. But I, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed talking to you today, Mkoi. I'm just gonna go over oh, here, Mkoi. Oh, oh. oh okay. Take care. Okay, bye 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 now. Uh, oh, oh, that that was that was very interesting. Hmm, Mr. Mackey, where does he say he called from again? Springfield, Colorado. Countess, I I I don't know. No, no, no. So, Miss Roseanne, tell me more about your family. Well, I have a daughter, Becky, and uh, she has a boyfriend who I hate. I have a daughter, Darlene, and she's as obnoxious as ever. And then I have a boy, DJ. She's obnoxious? Yes. Oh, let, let me let, let me tell you what we do with the obnoxious kids here yeah? because we do not we do not stand for that. You must respect your elders and you must respect especially when your elder is like me, a queen of France. If you do not respect us, we will send you to a tower and we will take away your servants and we will make sure that you obey. Well, she ain't got no servants to begin with, so I can't take them away from her. So you can take away her laundry. Yeah, you tell her. That. You tell her. You do your own laundry, and you make your own clothes. And then, if you still do not respect me, I will lock you in the tower. Do you have a tower in your your trailer park? Uh, not really. We have a basement. I could lock her in the basement. That would work. We call we don't call basement here basement. My countess is telling me that they call dungeons here, and we've got chains and all sorts of crazy stuff here. So oh, if you need to ship her to me, I can have one of my one of my yes yes. I believe he's very good. Yes, I'm talking to my countess. She's she's telling me about one of our lords who particularly likes to torture. So if you would like, you could send her to me. I would love to. Thank you, Miss Antoinette. 
Oh, anytime. That, that is what, this is part of what I do here. When I run my country, I, I lend out support and my resources and my cake to people in need. But my people here, they don't understand me. They don't understand. They think because I Austrian that I somehow am not am not worthy of being their queen. They used to like me a lot. Do you find this is true with you, where where you you get initially liked and then you have people one day just come in when you're you're trying to sleep and your kids are sleeping and your 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 husband just came back and you finally got to service his gun and and they come in and they just storm your castle. Do people storm your castle there, your trailer park castle? Not really. They just throw eggs at our door on Halloween. I would love it to to just like have that for Halloween, but when they storm your castle, let me tell you, it is not fun. It is not fun at all. I do not I do not recommend it. And again, I don't understand why they say such mean things about me because it's not true. And I have their best interests always at heart. And I tell my husband, I tell him that you have to go out and be with the people more. You can't go off hunting all the time. You can't go off playing into this new world, even though I'm sure your country of Ohio, Cincinnati, and Chicago is in, and Mother Gooseland is very, very beautiful. However, we must take care of our own people first. And they thought that I was being insulting when I told them that they should eat lots of cake if they cannot afford to make bread, because I personally think that that cake is so much more delicious than bread. Would, would you agree with that? I like anything. I like bread and cake, but I guess I agree with you. It sounds like you got a lot of problems there, Miss Antoinette. Oh, you don't even know, Miss Roseanne, what it's like to be Queen of Psalms. There's a lot of, lot of pressure on me, and, and I just try to to do good job. I try to be good, honorable wife, although there's this, like, there's this duke I've got my eye on because he is very sexy and he comes from fighting many wars and, and he's so super sexy. However, that is, that is not uncommon for us here in France. In France, we, 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 how do you say, what's the word? Oh, we like to dabble. Do you dabble there too? I dabble. I like to dabble. I like to eat cake, yeah, I like to dabble, and there's nothing like a cold beer to go with all that. Did I lose you? Miss Antoinette, are you there? I think we've lost everybody. I can't believe I'm all by myself. Roseanne O'Connor, O'Connor. Well, it's 12.28. I'm going to interrupt. It's Melissa again. And um, I hope everyone had an enjoyable time this week with our little bit about a history of Halloween and then us having a really great time and having a little fun uh, at our masquerade ball. And I really thank all the callers for calling in because that was hysterical. Love a goose. You're so loose. You have 500 kids. Um, and then uh, Mr., uh, the teacher, okay, and um, of course. Am I back? Am I back now, please? Uh, well, I, this is Melissa. I kind of wanted to, it's 1228, and so I just wanted to thank everybody uh, for calling in. Um, is it Cynthia or Marie Antoinette? 
No, no, Marie's still here because I, but I do have to go now because, like I said, the people storm the castle, so I must go pack my things and and try to to make like a bandit. But yeah, it was so such a pleasure to to travel through time and and be with you here today on on Mama's post. Well, we'll see you next year, ma'am. I I I hope so. It's not looking so good for me. <laughs> well, we'll we'll keep our listeners posted. And then she was gone, just like that. I'm back. <laughs> I, I, uh, I put my Roseanne Connor bet mask down a little while ago when I was all by myself. You know, I, I like, I can't believe Mother Goose stopped by. I mean, she actually took time here. from. Is Mother Goose still No, here? I don't think so. I think she's she's gone taking care of her 500 kids. You know, but only only on Mama's Pearls would we actually have a Mother Goose drop in. <laughs> that was awesome. You know, but I was hoping I was hoping at least to ask Mother Goose some of our Come Tell Mama's question. Like, I mean, she must be sick of sex by now, so I'm sure that she would say that she would prefer to have the best, best uh, sleep of her life. <laughs> Probably. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, there we have it. That concludes our first annual Masquerade Ball. Um, I hope everybody at least had some sort of a laugh in getting into the true spirit of taking in a mask, taking on a mask and bad accent and all and kind of just running with it. Because, like you say, when you step into somebody else's shoes, you never know where they're going going to take you. So... (laughs) <laughs> Whether there it's the trailer parks of Cincinnati, up in up in Oprah's country of Chicago and where she holds court or over to to the plush palaces of Versailles where the champagne is just endless. So next week we're going to be do a little bit more celebrating here on Mama's Pearls talking about our birthdays and we're going to have Kathy Pagano back on the air who is um astrologist as well as Jungian psychologist to kind of talk about some more symbolism and what we have in store for us in the cosmos. So Stay tuned to your Mama's Pearls. Lots more fun coming up. Catch us on Facebook at Mama's Pearls and as well as online at www.mamaspearls.com. You could follow us on Twitter at SynTweet, C-Y-N-T-W-E-E-T. If you would like to email Melissa or I or any of our alter egos, please do so. I'm at Cynthia at Mama'sPearls.com or Melissa at Mama'sPearls.com. So, Melissa, you got any good gems for the week? Well, I think I'm going to go a little, have a little fun, and they're going to be um, in costume, if that makes sense. So we may get some gems from some uh, famous characters, and uh, we'll just share some fun. We're going to just have fun this week. Love it, and why not? It's Halloween, after all, for Pete's sake. People, go out and have some fun. Remember to to enjoy your children. Say I love you. Honor your time that you have here. Light those candles and your jack-o'-lanterns this year to help ward off any evil spirits and take take a walk on the wild side. Honor your loved ones. Honor those who have passed on and have the best of all treats and maybe, just maybe, even a little tricks. Have a great week, everyone. Bye, Melissa. Bye. Bye, Sin. Bye, hon. <laughs>